Yo, what's up? You know, all this talk about AI and robots and shit, sex robots, fucking cars that, you know, can go zero to 60 in .02 seconds that weigh 7,000 pounds, you know, all this shit going on in the fucking sky, surveillance, watching everything we do. Here's something that robots could be really useful for. Think about this. If you had a good robot and you're old and you're at your house and the robot is a companion, almost like a TV, right? Because most people just sit around and watch TV when they're old. Um, but you could have a robot that's, you know, makes dinner. Um, it could be synced up to your, like maybe you wore like a watch and it could check your heart rates and stuff like that and letting you know, you know, if you're in, you know, if you have some issues, like if you have diabetes, if you're, you have a heart condition, if you have like lung issues, right? It could be like a way to keep you safer as you get older instead of being in like a nursing home you stay in the comfort of your own house and you have a a robot what's it gonna cost you i don't know 20 grand for a fucking robot dude i'd buy a fucking robot i have no issues with that i think it's a great idea it's the greatest idea ever and i it's gonna happen at some point um but i haven't thought about it i always thought you know the robots are gonna be bad but it could be a a way of uh, protection too the robot has you know, access to surveillance outside your house, who's coming up, you know, no, well, you don't have to worry about it. Now, of course, if it goes rogue, then we're all fucked anyway, you know, we're, we're all fucked anyway, we're all end up in the muck, right, so let's stop. But, you know, you could, uh, you could really, it could be helpful, like, if I had a, if there are robots out now, you know, I, I have my mom have one where she's at, and, you know, it could be there, um, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. The robot could simulate that. Like, so let's just play, I want to play cards with my mom. And I put on the virtual reality headphones on or whatever, or a headset, whatever. And then it syncs up with the robot at the table and it's my face. So my mom's playing cards with me in the car and everything's going and the, the robot's doing everything I'm doing. You following me? Like, that doesn't sound so awful, does it? It's a little weird. But it's better than, you know, watching The prices Right fucking for four hours straight. Five days a week. Family feud. If I see Steve Harvey one more fucking time, I'm going to lose my shit. Now, I liked Steve Harvey. Like, when I first started living with my mom, you know, after the old man passed and my family moved to Nashville. But after, like, six months Steve Harvey, you're like, no. No more Steve Harvey. No more. I don't care. Yeah, he's funny. But not that funny. Um, Yeah, so my point is just uh, robots are good, you know. I mean, there's fucking cars driving around in Scottsdale. They're called Waymos. Look them up if you haven't. Waymo. They're driving around Scottsdale. 
all over the place, and they're picking people up and dropping them off. There's nobody in the car. It's a fucking robot. They're made, they're made by Jaguar, and they have all these, you know, uh, sensors attached to them, you know, and they're collecting data and information, and they're driving in the lanes, and they're turning in the parking lots, and they're parking and putting their blinkers on and driving safely. No issues. I'm telling you, man. The robots are coming, and I might have been wrong. You know, when I first saw it, I was like, people were so upset about Trump. I said, wait till the fucking robots take over. People are going to be really pissed off, but I don't know. Robots might be the way to go. You know, we're, there's no way back from this now. I mean, we're, we are turning into, um, what did Elon say? Um, the cyborgs. The problem is we're just not able to transfer information fast enough because we have to use our thumbs, right? So think about that shit. When he said that, I was like, oh, my God. We are fucked. Like, my my overreacting mind was thinking, no, I was right. We're fucked. What can you do, man? As a human being, all you can do is go to the gym. That's all you can do. And try to eat better. Speaking of eat better, um... I fucked up this morning. I went to my accountant, and I was in uh, uh, Carefree, uh, or Cave Creek. I think I said, yeah. And really beautiful town up there in Scottsdale. Well, not Scottsdale, in Arizona. And I met my accountant, or maybe a, a new accountant I'm getting. And then I was like, well, I'm going to go get some coffee. And then I drove down the street, and there was Harold's, which is the Steelers bar that I've been talking about for years when I used to watch a lot of football. So I went in there, had breakfast, had steak and eggs. It was great. Found out today that the Steelers are playing and they're, I think they're losing right now to the Bills. But who cares? Um, what's my point? Do I have a point? Oh, yeah. I ate this morning before I worked out. And then what I do, I went home, start working on my guitar stuff and then fell asleep because I ate. If I eat in the morning before my workouts, I fall asleep in the afternoons. It happens been happening for years and I finally figured out that's why it doesn't matter what I eat I used to think it was just like carbs or pancakes it doesn't matter it's after if if I don't work out first before I eat and I try to eat like after two right one two three sometimes it goes on sometimes I don't eat until like eight nine o'clock you know it's just like a, a full fast but I ate this morning, and uh, I think I was eating at 11.30 without a workout, without a shower, like totally out of my thing. And it's because I booked this appointment with the accountant but didn't plan my day. You know, it's it's tough. It's tough to be disciplined. It's tough to, to stay on top of your shit. Um, and when, you know, things get out of your routine. You know, you got you got to find a way to keep your routine going, and man, it's taken me years to kind of get better at it. And I still, I can get off the rails. I get off the rails by hanging out the wrong people for a couple hours, you know, or getting into something for a little bit, and it it starts turning me down. Like it's like you get on this long, like bendy road, and you, next thing you know, you're on this bendy road, and you're like you're way off course, you know. Um, and sometimes it's just a small adjustment to come back, you know. Uh, there was an analogy 
I think a golf analogy, and I don't like golf, but this analogy is pretty good. A lot of people, like, you know, they, they're, they're playing golf, they don't take a lesson, and they're always hitting the ball to the right or to the left or whatever. And then they take a lesson, and then they find out, like, well, if they just make one little adjustment, everything about their game gets better. And I think that's a, true for life. If you make one little adjustment where you're like, no, I'm pointing in the wrong direction. My head's in the wrong direction. My thoughts are in the wrong direction. If I just turn back, then you're good. I also had this thought last night when I was at the hippie show. Um, I call it hippie show because that's what my coach calls it. He's a, he's a hippie. Um, every time I close my eyes when I'm doing something, I'm able to lock in. And you know, sometimes they tell you not to close your eyes. But I take in all this data and all this information. I judge. I... I feel anger or I have I, I, I lust or I have an attraction or, you know, I feel insecure or whatever. And it's all comes from my eyes. It all comes from my perception. And a lot of it's just instinct too. Like you see things and you're like, oh, maybe that's unsafe, you know. But when I close my eyes, I'm able to detach from it all and listen to music and connect. And I'm thinking There's a, there has to be a way to do that with my eyes open too and I just haven't figured it out my eyes uh, create such a high sense of information that negative positive it's like it covers all of it, all of it. and it's just hard to uh, um, settle it you know I mean perfect example I'm in Scottsdale now this is going to sound racist but I don't give a fuck um there's this black dude with his pants pulled down all the way down. I can see his underwear. And he's got tattoos on his neck and back. And he's on his phone. And now, he doesn't look like a typical person that goes down to Scottsdale, right? I mean, people in Scottsdale usually have, like, fake lips. You know? I'm being really judging right now. But I'm just going to fucking tell you what I'm thinking. Because half you motherfuckers are thinking the same thing. And, and I got to thinking. I was like, man... Is it, my eyes are my eyes are just creating these things. If I was, and this is, it brought me back to another thing, a point I was trying to, I was making last night to a friend was, you know, we have all these senses, and you're like, well, what, 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 what sense? If you could, if you had, a, if someone said, hey man, you have six senses, but you, you got to get up about one. I'm like, which one? Which one are you giving up? And I, you know, as much as I don't want to lose my sight, I think my sight has cause me as, 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 as great it is to see my kid's face and and to see sunsets and to see beautiful people um, I'd much rather listen to my kids' voices and be able to touch their face with my hands and and to connect that I feel like the eyes are, if you're not trained or or, or something, it's really there to, to just mislead you or misdirect you, or maybe it's there to keep you safe too, you know? I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm at my show.
back this bitch up. Yeah, right in this motherfucker spot. And my car just stalled. There you go, bitch. There we go. Just like. Just like I told you. Motherfucker. Alright. There you go. 12 minutes. Up the list. Dirty Harris out.